Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. And now uh, we uh, we hopefully go to Coulter. Coulter, are you down there in uh, the Universal Athletic? How we doing over there, my man? Over there, my man. I can hear you loud and clear. How can you can you hear us okay? Yeah, well, you don't need a yeah, microphone to a hear microphone me. I can just scream, and it just goes to Bozeman. You know, that's the way that works. <laughs> and that's why you're so good at what you do. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Yeah, so exactly. Well, you're so, there, uh, Coulter, the Universal Athletic and the Montana Football Hall of Fame, by the way, also in that Universal Athletic at Bozeman. But you are aside, uh, a guy, speaking of Hall of Fames, who's being inducted tonight into the Montana State Hall of Fame, Bobby Daly. Bobby, thanks so much for being with us. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Believe me, it's much better for you that uh, you don't have to be face-to-face. You know what I mean? You could just hear it, and that's going to be good enough, so that's a much better situation. But when you talk about this evening and what this is for you to be back now as an assistant coach on the football team at your alma mater and now being inducted into the Hall of Fame, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. It's as good as it gets, right? No doubt, no doubt. I mean, it's not something that, uh, you know, you go into your college career even thinking about, but as soon as you're done and you start seeing some of your peers, some of the guys you looked up to going in and you kind of realize that it's, you know, something that's out there that's a possibility. And, you know, it honestly happened a little quicker than I thought, but I'm very, very happy to be uh, a part of it now. I was teasing Bobby beforehand. I was saying, you're making me feel old, a guy that I knew and and uh, came up with a little bit going in the Hall of Fame. But this is interesting for you because uh, twofold. First of all, you're going with one of your good buddies, Dane Fletcher, tonight. So that experience in itself must be great to share that with Dane. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, he's uh, he's he's one year younger than me uh, as far as grades uh, are concerned, but we're very close in age and uh, have been very good friends for a long time. And then I was also teasing you. Yeah, your wife was a, a great athlete herself, right? But you guys didn't meet in Bozeman. No. So you've been telling the glorious days stories of how good of a player you might have been and now affirmation, right? Because you can actually take it and say, 
babe, I actually was good, right? Yeah. I'm going to go in the Hall of Fame. It was probably a good thing I didn't meet her while I was in college <laughs> here. I don't know if it would have ended up working out the way it did, but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, she is without a doubt a tremendous athlete, probably better than I ever was. I wouldn't say that if she was here. Um, <laughs> hopefully she's not listening, but, uh, yeah, she's a, a very good athlete, and uh, she didn't really realize what type of athlete I was until we got to Bozeman, and then you start hearing uh, different people telling her different stories, and she's like, oh, I guess you were pretty good, you know? Bobby Daly joining us, who's being inducted into the Montana State uh, Athletics Hall of Fame this evening. So fantastic uh, accomplishment for him and a great honor. But Bobby, what's it been like for you to be back at the university on the coaching staff and back with uh, Jeff Choate here in the last year or two, just uh, uh, with the team and, and, and back walking the sidelines as a coach? Uh, it's been great. You know, uh, obviously we had a very good year, um, but that's just icing on the cake for me. You know, uh, getting to come home, getting to give back to my alma mater uh, is definitely something that, you know, when I got into college coaching, I was wanting to work my way back to Bozeman in one way, shape, or form. And, again, it, it happened a lot quicker than I was expecting. Uh, big shout-out to Coach Cho. Big thanks to him for bringing me back home and uh, making me a part of this great organization. And, and it truly is top-to-bottom organization, starting with the uh, athletic director, Leon, and uh, all the way down to uh, our coaching staff because it, it is a, a team effort up there. And, uh, you know, obviously last year we kind of saw some of the fruits of that labor must be an interesting experience for you too as a guy you came here to play for mike kramer when kramer was in the beginning slash middle of his rebuild Mm -hmm. you guys were really solid but hadn't taken the next step yet you go away to idaho for six years and come back and now this year the the greatest season montana state's had in 35 years so to be a part of kind of the front end of the rebuild and now jeff choate and the rebuild he's done into now taking it to the next level that must be a, a wild thing for you to have such perspective yeah you know uh Kramer's big thing is like we want to win a home playoff game that was you know our goal as a, as a team and my sophomore year we were able to accomplish that you know we had Furman come up to our place we beat them pretty handily up here and then went down to the quarterfinals at Appalachian State and uh, lost the eventual national national champions but at that time that was an absolutely huge deal and uh, you know coming back and you know hearing coach choke talk it kind of brought back some of those memories about you know the drive and you know the goals that were set by kramer were very similar to that of coach choke but the beautiful thing about us having a great year this uh this year is we've only set the bar higher you know we were inches and inches away from you know getting to that game and uh you know it's something that i think we've got a hunger within our team and it's something that we want to work our way back and, and make it further next year Bobby, when it comes to like kind of, I don't want to say preaching, but kind of talking to kids as you're recruiting them and even as you're coaching them about what it means to play at Montana State, especially for kids maybe who aren't from the state of Montana, having that history, how much different is it to be able to do it at your alma mater than at other places that you were coaching before? I mean, I've lived it, you know, so I can can, uh, speak to how it is as a student athlete here in Bozeman at Montana State. Uh, I can talk about my experiences that I have here and, you know, not, you know, 
seem phony because it's something that right. I, I've, I've been through, you know, and I think it comes off as genuine to these guys who I recruit. And, uh, you know, it, it helps in recruiting that we're winning too. You know, it makes it a lot easier. We're a more desired place to be. Uh, the support around here is incredible. Obviously we've got funding for, um, the, the stadium bowling in that side and just giving back, uh, to our student athletes. So, um, things are, things are looking up for sure. Pretty interesting parallel, too, to have played for Mike Kramer, one of the most interesting people, period, that mm-hmm. I've ever met. And no he's, doubt. Anytime we need any perspective, we just call Coach Kramer, give us some history on this. And yeah. it, you got half an hour worth of an interview with two questions, like always. But Jeff Choate, the way he preaches his vision, the, his abilities as an orator as well, they're different guys, but they're, all, they're both so engaging, so interesting. So just compare and contrast the two figures that you've kind of been under at Montana State. Yeah, you know, they, they both uh, do very well in front of a microphone. And, you know, uh, getting into this business and, and being a coach, and you can, you know, you kind of set your goals as a coach, and you look at that head coaching uh, spot as, you know, the ultimate goal, as, for me at least. And you watch these guys in front of a mic, and you realize, like, hey, I got a lot of work to do. Man. These guys, uh, they're funny, they're engaging, uh, and uh, there are no nerves involved. And they are they are built for it. So um, you know, getting these experiences, being on the radio, getting in front of a mic myself, you know, is something that's good for me. But certainly an area that I, I know I need to improve in. Now, Bobby, uh, you you played for uh, the Big Human. Then you were just on Paul Petrino's staff at Idaho, and now you're on Jeff Choate's staff back at Montana State. Head coaches are insane people, right? That's it. That's all you. That's all we need to know. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, they they are wired a little bit different, man. And uh, you know, everything falls on their shoulders. So uh, you know, there's they understand that you know they have to hire well, and I think that's a credit to all three of those coaches. Um, they had excellent. Um, assistant coaches and I think part of being a great head coach is who you hire um, because it's us assistant coaches who are spending the majority of time with these players building those relationships not not to say that they don't but it's just we've got a lot more face time and uh, you know having good uh, assistant coaches is a big part of being a great head coach you know within the context of that when you're talking about a head coach putting a staff together, obviously he wants to have the football side of it and wants to make sure you're on the same page in terms of schematics of what you want to do. But does he talk to you like when when Jeff Choate interviewed you? Did he talk about the type of person that he wanted for a staff and what he needed out of you, personality wise, interaction wise, and that sort of thing to make sure that the staff is meshing properly as well? Uh, you know, one of the things that I, I had as a conversation with Coach Chode is uh, energy. You know, he's all about bringing energy, bringing good energy, being high energy, um, and because players feed off that stuff. You know, uh, football is not a game that you can play asleep, and we practice at 7 a.m. every morning. So um, bringing that energy to your uh, meetings and making sure you take the field with that type of energy, um, your players feed on that, and that's something that he's very big on. You know me, I ask all the questions there are to ask. The one question I never got an answer to, though, I've asked so many people, when you're the assistant head coach, which yes. you are at Montana State, what does that actually mean? Every head coach just says, 
oh, he does all the stuff I don't want to do, or if I die, he's the head coach. What do you actually have to do in that role? Um, I consider myself like the vice president. Uh, if, if Coach Choate were, God forbid, die, I, I guess I get to be the head coach. But uh, other than that, you know, a little bit of roster management and stuff like sure. that. But it, it's a pretty nice title for very little work, I'll be honest with you. That's great. Well, you mentioned practicing in the morning. Jeff Choate does a lot of different things, pretty uh, – different than a lot of people the practicing in the morning when you guys watch fall camp i think your guys fall camp is one of the most entertaining things you can watch because mm-hmm. you got four fields going at once if you want to see any guy number one through 99 you got a chance to see him take reps because pretty much everybody gets a shot but just practices at montana state first of all going in the morning but also just the way that choke tries to develop players across the roster i just talked to us a little bit about about that element yeah, he's an outside-the-box thinker. So, you know, there's a lot of old-school coaches who've seen it done one way, they've seen it work one way, and that's the way that they're going to do it. And he does a great job of um, thinking outside the box, you know. Um, so not every day is going to be the same for our players. You know, a lot of places that you go, you go to a Tuesday practice, you know exactly what you're going to get. You go to a Wednesday practice, you know exactly what you're going to get. He'll switch it up from week to week if he feels like it's getting stale. Um, and I think our players like that. They don't know what they're going to expect coming into practice. So um, they, you know, prepare a little bit better. Coulter, I don't know about you, but anymore I just imagine the internet like taking a walk in the park. What do I mean by that? Well, basically anybody can watch me all the time because I'm in the most public of places no matter what it is that I'm doing. Even if I'm sitting at uh, a restaurant talking and my phone sitting there, I assume the president's listening to me because this is the level of paranoia I've got. If I ever had a business that had to function online, I don't know what I would do. Actually, yes, I do. I would be completely secure with Blackfoot Communications because I know at least they know how to keep this thing locked, secured, and private for me as a business owner. Your level of paranoia is certainly concerning, but also in some ways justified because this day and age, you do have to keep yourself safe. We have electronic tracking devices in our pockets. We're on the computer all the time, and you never know when the bad guys might come to get your information and all sorts of other things as well. Blackfoot certainly has you covered when it comes to keeping you secure. At Blackfoot Communications, they do deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup, all of it for businesses across the great state of Montana. They ensure your company's network is online, all the time. Safe, secure, and running as it needs to be. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. It's Tutel Nuanas, Bobby Daly joining us on the show. Coulter and Bobby live at the Universal Athletic in Bozeman, ahead of uh, Cat Grizz for the second time this season in basketball, uh, which is tomorrow, and Bobby Daly being inducted tonight into the Montana State Athletics Hall of Fame. A tremendous honor, certainly. Bobby, how did they tell you this? You know, in the, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they do the knock on the door. That's the famous <laughs> thing. They got a couple guys live on TV. But how did you find out that you were even up for this and then find out that, that you were going to be inducted? Uh, it was kind of crazy. I had just gotten the job here, so it was about a year ago. Um, I showed up in January, and I th- believe the ceremony um, was a little bit earlier in the year last year. Um, but I went to it, and you know, at the ceremony, Leon kind of told me about it, and uh, I was like, "Wow!" So I'm going to be here next year. But about a year ago today, or give or take a couple weeks, but yeah, I found out during the ceremony last year. 
So did you immediately go to Jeff Chode and ask for a pay bump? You're like, hey, I'm a Hall of Famer now. This is let's let's put some cash in here. Hey, I, w- I was too early in the process. You know, I had just <laughs> I had just gotten my uh, you know my my salary figured out. So you know, had it happened a year later, I, that might have worked for me. But I don't think it would have right, last yeah. year. <laughs> well. Bozeman itself has changed so much, even since I first moved here back in 2010. But since you were playing here, it's night and day. Yeah. What are some of the biggest differences you noticed? What are some of the biggest changes that are maybe advantages for you guys as a football program? I mean, it's always kind of had Yellowstone, right? We've always had Big Sky. But for one reason or another, more and more people around the country know about Montana now. And it's kind of become, especially Bozeman in this area, has become a destination of vacation spot so um, usually when you're talking to a recruit they can whether they've been to Montana or not they have somebody who's got a cabin here or they've had parents who've been to Yellowstone and so you can at least have a little bit of a conversation starter as far as you know where Montana is it's not southern Canada you know it's it's actually recognized as a state and uh, <laughs> you know down in southern California sometimes you got to point it out on a map but uh, it's uh, it's definitely changed in size um, the people um, are a little bit different you know I've been up at the ski hill lately and we, we definitely have some characters around here, um, but it, it's all for the better, for sure. You know, when uh, you get here to Montana State or get back to Montana State, you know that the last game of the regular season's coming around, and I know that that was an enjoyable one for you. What was it like for you to be coaching in your first Cat Grizz game, especially the way that went? Uh, the energy around that game is always awesome. Um, but one of the things that I thought Coach Choate did an excellent job of is the preparation of uh, the part leading up to that game. I mean, it means so much to so many people, but every day of the week we have a former Bobcat coming in and talking to our players about what they mean to them and what this program means to them and it really just sets the stage for what this game is all about so our guys were i mean cage dogs man we were holding them back and obviously right from the very first snap we were all over those guys and uh it was a lot of fun to be a part of had a lot of people come up to me after the game and just talk about i mean we've beat the grizz before but never like that you know and that was uh it was just it was fun to be a part of for sure particularly your group too so there's a, a lot of very interesting stories just within that group. You talk about a guy like Josh Hill, mm-hmm. who honestly probably had no business even coming back from the injury he had. Right. And not only does he come back, he earns first-team all-league honors yep. and was absolutely one of the best inside linebackers in the league. What a great story for him coming as a walk-on out of Kalispell. But also Troy Anderson is one of the biggest stories in the Big Sky Conference every single day because he's just right. such an incredible athlete. He gets first-team all-league as well, even though he's only a part-time defensive guy. Yep. He battled injuries too, but just walking into a group where you have guys that have such versatility but also such toughness and perseverance, just talk about those guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a credit to them without a doubt. Um, you know, I can take some credit, but I, I'd be lying to you. These are tremendous athletes with high character, and they've been coached and, um, you know, just kind of got to let them loose and let them do their things, you know, just point them in the right direction. Um, obviously, Troy, tremendous athlete, but the things that people don't know about him is, I mean, he's a great person, uh, very intelligent kid, and just uh, a guy that's very enjoyable to be around. He has zero ego, which is kind of hard to do when you're that type of dude. Um, and Josh Hill, I mean, like you said, uh, talk about passion, talk about love for the game. He had no business being out there, um, but, you know, he did 
a very, very good job of taking care of his body and communicating with me on where he was and how he was feeling so I could, you know, pull the reins back or, or let him loose throughout the year. And, uh, you know, that, that, you know, he sat out all of last year so it took him a little while to get going but as soon as he had a few reps underneath his belt he was playing lights out football very good tackler explosive player you know making plays behind the line of scrimmage it was a well-deserved honor for him Bobby Daly joining us. He and Coulter are in Bozeman right now. Coulter's already there getting ready for uh, the Cat Grizz game tomorrow. I'll be joining him a little later on, but they're at the Universal Athletic in Bozeman. And, uh, Bobby, i got to ask you this because, you know, there's more than one Daly running around in the state of Montana. You know, your dad, Jay, obviously your brother, uh, a pretty good ball player in his own right. You're only ever part of whatever family you come from, but what's it like being a wife in in the Daly household? Um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned us three guys because uh, my mom and my sister, they're, they're the forgotten ones in this big picture, but they are without a doubt the backbone of our family. So definitely want to give them a shout out. Um, they, they get very few, so I get an opportunity to shout them out once in a while. So I'll do that now. But um, my dad just... He, he's a dad, but he was a coach for me all the way through. I mean, he coached me in basketball, coached me in baseball, coached me in football. I mean, he was very instrumental in my growth as, as a human and, and as an athlete. And then my brother, um, just somebody who, who's come a long way. You know, I, I just, uh, he went through his trials and tribulations without a doubt, but he has matured and uh, very proud of him. He just had a baby girl, um, proud father, and I'll get to see him and his daughter tonight. So very excited about that. We'll get, we'll get you out of here on this. Tonight you're going to have to get up on a stage in front of hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're broadcasting to millions right now, so <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. But Easy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> are you going... Are you going short speech? You going long speech? You can tell stories. What are you? What's what's your angle here? Yeah, you know, uh, I was thinking I was going to make sure I give thanks where thanks is due, but kind of slide some stories in about the people I'm giving thanks to, uh, and then just kind of, you know, at the very end, talk a little bit about what I felt separated me from, um, you know, the pack. I guess if if you will. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I came in with, and a lot of scholarship guys that I came in with, and obviously. Um, being a walk-on, you're, it's an uphill battle, um, but I got opportunities and took advantage of those opportunities and just, you know, uh, I worked everybody, and that was kind of my motto. Well, Bobby, we certainly appreciate you being here, spending some time with us. Uh, congratulations on the induction tonight. Enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be a blast, especially once the speech is over. Yeah. And that's when you can enjoy yourself. You know, don't get out over your skis before the speech with the drinks, you know? Yeah. You got to yeah. wait till after the fact. But uh, congratulations on that. And thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Bobby Daly, boys and girls, with Coulter in Bozeman at the Universal Athletic there. We certainly appreciate him sitting down with us. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, the Montana State Bobcats men's team had a loss last night, and maybe more than that, as Harold Frey went down, we'll discuss the uh, implications of the game against Portland State for Montana State heading into the Grizz game tomorrow next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. 
With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel You know, the thing I like about Florence not. Coffee is that when you're going on drive, it's a safety issue. You know, people stay safe on the highways. Drink yourself some coffee. Be alert. All of that stuff. And, hey, it's Friday. You can sleep in tomorrow, okay? You can stay up late tonight. Have some fun. Get yourself a Florence Coffee Company uh, and uh, and enjoy yourself with a little bit of Joe here on a Friday afternoon. Or thanks to Florence Coffee for that. Uh, last night, Coulter, the Montana State men went to Portland State. We know how talented Portland State can be. We know how the schedule really set up poorly for them in the first half of the season. It sets up very well for them in the second half in terms of the number of days off that they're going to be getting here down the stretch, and I think that was on display to some extent last night, but mostly this is about Harold Frey, who went down two minutes into the second half with an ankle injury, an apparent ankle injury, kind of a rolled ankle. It did not return in this game, and at the time, or at least at the break, Montana State was up three. They end up having a 13-2 run again against them and lose this thing by 10. I actually thought they played pretty well at times and really kind of stuck with it with Harold Frey going down, but they were not able to overcome that. And this is bad news. I mean, this is, I I don't know if there's a guy, an individual player more important to his team than Harold Frey is to Montana State. No, no doubt. I thought that when Harold Frey went out, a a couple different thoughts. First of all, I mean, he's absolutely one of the best players in the league. So losing him is killer, but he's definitely the most important player in the league too, because the way that their roster is built Amin Adamu can create his own shot sometimes. That's not necessarily a great thing all the time. He is, I was watching him really closely last night. He is absolutely one of the great athletes in the league. I mean, he's a freak athlete. He goes so hard. He's such a high-motor guy. But sometimes he can get a little bit out of control. That's good, though, when he's playing on the wing with a guy who's always in control. Sometimes when you put the ball in his hands and he's the guy that's dictating the pace and the tempo, well, you can you can play fast, but also you can be a little bit erratic. So not uh, having Harold Frey, I think that it hurt their entire offensive pace and execution. But on the other hand, I thought without Frey, you could just really see again how great a job Danny Sprinkle has done with revitalizing and re-energizing Montana State's defensive mentality. Right, Portland State's really hard to guard. And it's not as if Harold Frey is this crazy ball-stopping defensive player, although he does have an incredible basketball IQ. And like you always say, Gus, in terms of his ability to anticipate and his ability to play defense off the ball, he's one of the best in the league at that, certainly. But Montana State, they gave up that big run right after Frey got hurt, and I think that that's as much just the shock of the injury to the collective team as anything else. But then they continued to play hard. They rallied, yes. And so to lose that game by 10, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those ones where it's a scheduled loss anyways, right? I mean, you're playing on the road at one of the harder places in the league to play on the road. I guess a team that's finally back to full health, although Matt Hauser, he went down in the first half, so it's kind of a trade, although Hauser's not as important to Portland State as Frey is to Montana State. But Hauser went down and he hit his head. He didn't come back. That's big going forward because Hauser has been – 
their second scorer behind Hall and Woods. But now that was a scary fall too, man. It that was. Hauser hit was on on the side there. That was that was ugly. We hope that he is well. No doubt, and it, you have to feel for the kid as a grad transfer coming in from Santa Clara. He has been lights out when he's been healthy, but he busted his ankle super hard early on. He'd only played eight conference games coming into last night, and then he goes down in the first half. But what I saw last night, we keep trying to to make sense of this whole thing, the whole middle of the league after those top three of Montana, Eastern Washington, and Northern Colorado. And some nights it looks like it's the Cats that's number four, but some other nights it looks like it's Southern Utah or NAU, and we can't really ever parse it together. But to me... I think that Portland State is going to be the team that everybody's going to not want to play in the Big Sky Tournament. If they get fully healthy, the style they play, how erratic they can be, how erratic they can make you play, I think that it's a, they're a nightmare matchup. And I think that the Grizz would definitely agree with that as well. So um, I, I think that Portland State could be that team that, like right now they're sitting at 8-8. Eight and eight. If they won their last four and got the four seed all by themselves, it would not surprise me one bit. But now Montana State, like I said, I think it was a scheduled loss on on the docket last night. But then to lose your, your best player and have him be now uncertain going into the rivalry game, that's brutal. And so you hope it doesn't cause a skid down the stretch if you're the Cats. But I don't know. I think that there's a lot of different factors here that goes into this too. In in It's ironic, right, that if – this is a this is a plane trip. Montana State flew to Portland. They didn't fly home till this morning. It's good that they didn't fly home till this morning because Frey could get some rehab last night and ice his ankle last night. But ironically, right, if they were playing a road game that was a bus trip, he could have put his foot up the whole ride home and iced it. And even just that much of the therapy that you can do can really help you, especially if you're just going to try to you know lace them up tight, warm it up good, and get rolling for the Cat Grizz game. I mean, anybody that's ever had a a sprained ankle, if you've had any sort of ligament injury and then you get on a plane, it makes the swelling go crazy. And so you you worry about that part too. But I I guarantee you Frey's doing everything he possibly can to get right for tomorrow. But it's definitely a bummer because, you know, it's definitely not a a completely catastrophic injury in terms of it's not as if this is going to end his season or anything like that. I think he'll figure out a way to get back to playing. But – if he's not at full strength, it's going to hurt the Cats, and I think that if he isn't at full strength, that will hurt Montana State's chances down the stretch as well. Well, we will talk plenty more about this game, especially in the second hour, uh, so we'll spend some time there. But it is worth noting that last night, Eastern Washington and Northern Colorado, again, to kind of round out who's the top three teams in the Big Sky along with Montana, they were both winners last night. That also brings the season total of games played in conference play to 15 along with Montana. So Montana's had this additional game that they have played this whole time. So finally, the the numbers sort of align. Eastern Washington and Northern Colorado both won Last night, they're both 11-4. and four. So, officially, Montana just one game ahead of both of those teams with uh, five to play. So, uh, that's where they stand right now. We'll hear uh, from uh, uh, players and uh, coaches, both men's and women's, in the second hour. But right now, it's a Friday, boys and girls. We're going to take a quick break, come back. Carolyn, our dear friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, going to be with us right after this. 
Coulter, I don't know about you, but anymore I just imagine the internet like taking a walk in the park. What do I mean by that? Well, basically anybody can watch me all the time because I'm in the most public of places no matter what it is that I'm doing. Even if I'm sitting at a, a, a restaurant talking and my phone sitting there, I assume the president's listening to me because this is the level of paranoia I've got. If I ever had a business that had to function online, I don't know what I would do. Actually, yes, I do. I would be completely secure with Blackfoot Communications because I know at least they know how to keep this thing locked, secured, and private for me as a business owner. Your level of paranoia is certainly concerning, but also in some ways justified because this day and age, you do have to keep yourself safe. We have electronic tracking devices in our pockets. We're on the computer all the time, and you never know when the bad guys might come to get your information and all sorts of other things as well. Blackfoot certainly has you covered when it comes to keeping you secure. At Blackfoot Communications, they do deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup, all of it for businesses across the great state of Montana. They ensure your company's network is online, all the time. Safe, secure, and running as it needs to be. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. The chick who doesn't know sports is at it again. Keller, Carolyn, hello. How uh, are you? What's your name? It's Carolyn. Kyra, Carol, Carolyn. Carolyn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, you and Stefan Diggs. Uh, anyhow, that's from yesterday. Don't worry. There's a little, that's an inside joke. Right Thanks for listening to our show, which You're you welcome. make an appearance on every week. I do listen. What's going on, Carolyn? What do you got? You join us every Friday. Talk to us about the world of sports, which you know very little. Uh, I haven't heard very much about Midnight Real Estate in Hollywood or whatever that show. Is that show gone by the wayside? I think it did not get a second season. I can't believe it didn't garner the viewership. Okay, uh, talk to us today. What do you got? I have some really big news. Oh, boy. Last weekend, I went to Calgary. Yes. Canada. Calgary Flames were playing the Chicago Blackhawks. Do you know how they came up with the the name uh, for Canada? For the Calgary Flames? No, just for the country. Oh, I can't wait to hear. They pulled letters out of a hat. (laughs) C-A-N-A-D-A. I don't know why that joke... I don't know why. Coulter loves it. I don't know why that joke like always gets me. I I'm always like, how? Because then, you're Canadian. Are you saying Canadians are dumb? No, eh? Oh, eh? So you know me a little bit now. Mm-hmm. I've been informed that of all the places I've never been, that Calgary would be my favorite place. Is that true? Yeah, I think Calgary is awesome. I had so much fun. There's people have told no. me it's like a, it, it's very Montana esque while is also being a city. A city. Yes, and you can walk a boot. It's and it's it's actually I mean it's coming, freezing cold right I mean it's I mean that's right up my alley It's no colder than Montana Well that's what well, like yeah. Ryan and I it's always cold, say though. like yeah. we were sitting at the uh, Evero bar having a hamburger the other day and yeah. they have the they have the constant stream of the beach and Ryan said would you rather be there or here I said here no question Oh I'd rather be And he beach. said this is why we're best friends that's right. because we don't want to go to the beach and melt And this is why oh. we're not friends with you Carol that's why we only <laughs> let you in here because you want to go to the beach Carol uh Calgary, though, yes, is it? it I, I was not prepared for for truly how big it is. I mean, I know it's a major city. It's yeah. got you know, it's got a, a professional hockey team. I know it's big, but it is a giant, beautiful skyscraper laden downtown area. 
And uh, and I I spent a little bit of time, not a lot of time, but very much enjoyed my time in Calgary. I would like to go to the Stampede. But in any case, you were there. I was there. This uh, last week. I wasn't planning to go to this hockey game. To the flight. Who were they playing? Calgary and who? Blackhawks. Chicago Blackhawks. Whoa. It was like a Sophie's Choice Whoa. situation. Wow. I didn't know what to do. I was beside myself. Okay. But in true mom form, I cheered for everybody. <laughs> okay. So good for you. Let me tell you a little something about the how polite Canada is. Yes. I we walk into the stadium. They'd already sang "Oh Canada." They sang the Star Spangled. No, not the Star Spangled Banner. You don't sing that, right? Yes, you do. Oh, the yeah, you do anthem. sing the national anthem. <laughs> oh my god! I was thinking gracious. of a, um, of something else. A, anyway, it's okay. You're Canadian. You shouldn't know the name of the national anthem. Oh, can we cut that? No. Okay. Um. And then my brother and I had to get our drinks, so we were a little bit late walking in. How much in. is a beer at the at the Calgary? Oh my god! Game? I don't know, but a glass of wine was fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars Canadian. Wow. So fourteen ninety five American. Yeah. Oh, and they it's only like the same right yeah, now, right? Like, I mean, no, seventy five cents. Is it okay. seventy five yeah. cents on a dollar? Yeah. Okay. Um, they only served Budweiser at the stadium, which had my brother very angry because no Molson, no, no Coconut, no Labatt's. Oh, yeah. Crushing. So that was frustrating, but well, that's like the corporate takeover in a nutshell, that's right there. Said. How do they not have the Canadian beers in Canada? I mean, isn't Hockey Night in Canada sponsored by one? Whether it's Molson, or whoever, I think so. they, they 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 purchased the event, the whole thing. Now, I'm not saying this was the Hockey Night in Canada game, but I mean, my goodness, it seems like bad. Um, it was distribution. Not great. Okay, it was not great. so you anyway, get your drinks. So we get our drinks. We walk up. We got. We thought we got decent seats. We didn't, but that's not the point. The the guy the usher says you can't go up the stairs and while the while the game's in play. Oh yeah, you have. So to we wait. waited. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. So that was right at the beginning. So you weren't even there for the opening puck drop. Is that what you're saying? We weren't, but we were there. Like within 30 seconds of the puck drop, the uh, the Blackhawks scored a goal. Who won the game? The Blackhawks. What was the score? Like eight to two or something. eight to two. That's a, a lot of goals. It was a pretty goals. big shutout. Well, that's that, a lot. That's, of, it was that's maybe certainly more than not two. a shutout. Well, <laughs> so was eight goals me. is a lot. If you see ten goals, I don't think I think I've been to like five NHL games. I don't think I've seen ten goals total. Yeah, I mean, a lot of goals. Eight. If it was, it is. That is a lot of goals. It was like eight. I swore it was like eight to two. Okay, but no, it might have been more. It wasn't because um, Cal, every time Calgary scored, they like do this huge explosion, and yeah. it's just a whole. Was thing. Was it startling when they turn the whole place red and the red lights come on? And I loved it. And, you, didn't, you yeah. weren't afraid. You weren't like, "Is uh, do we need to go out? Is this a warning?" Well, it's funny you say that because there was also this like mascot banging on something. I probably called a drum. I would bet. Well, yeah, I think it was a drum, but it sounded like gunshots. And I said to my brother, "If we were in America, we'd be freaking out." No, no doubt. So, um, so we enjoyed not freaking out over those things. Well, I'm glad you got to go to a Calgary, Chicago NHL hockey. Was game. that your first? NHL game? I was wondering that myself, but no, I did go to an NHL game in uh, 1998 in Phoenix. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. You said this. You told yeah. me this off area. Um, when you were going to school fun, in Flagstaff. Yes. Yes. So went down to Phoenix for a game just really to drink beer. But. You were wondering this yourself like you were. <laughs> she was in college. I just couldn't remember. It's if a I'd long drive from Flagstaff to Phoenix. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I ended up at a hockey game. I couldn't remember. No, because he asked me, is this your first NHL game? And I said, yes. And then I realized it's not. It wasn't. Okay. Have you been to an NHL game? Yes, I have. I watched 
my guy, the great eight, Alex Ovechkin, put two home against the Philadelphia wow. Flyers in wow. Philadelphia in a I, 5-2 victory. I watched Jerome Aginla score his 600th career goal wow. for the that? Avalanche against the Flames. His old team. His old team. Wow, how about that? Sat right on the glass. That's actually one of the best live pro sports moments I've had in my life. I saw Gary Payton... Mm. score the bucket that made him the the highest score in Sonic's history. Mm. In Seattle. In Seattle. Wow. Yeah. I saw Gary Payton play for three seconds in Missoula one time. Oh, yeah. Right. When he came in town. I okay. saw the uh, Chicago Blackhawks score eight goals against <laughs> That's Calgary. Outstanding. Phenomenal. Um, also just really cute. Shout out Derek Ryan, friend of the show. Came yeah. on here. He was very good about it. We appreciated him I was hoping. Here. I was trying to get backstage and say hi. But yeah, backstage. Out. Yeah, that's what they have at sporting <laughs> events backstage. So uh, what re- else? really oh, quick about yes. on the ice, they had the Calgary Flames 40 years. It's their anniversary this year. Yes. And my brother and I realized that when 40 years ago, both of my brothers had original Calgary Flames kids jerseys. And I have a picture of it. On my Facebook Wonderful. profile pic. Are you, are you asking people to go friend you? No, I'm not. Please don't. But. I just thought it was cute. It's full circle in some yeah. way that you're back here at a Flames game and yeah. you have this this cute kids pick with your brothers all in yeah. Flames gear from year one. From year one. Outstanding. It was pretty fun. Carolyn, what else you got? Well, the funny thing about Canada is anywhere you go, there's hockey on the television. Mm. Everywhere. Yes. We were anywhere we went, there was hockey. However, one bar had hockey, but they also had the that basketball game, the um, all-star game. Yes. And I'm just curious. I feel like I stumped Coulter with this question yesterday, and I want to know if you know. Okay. When did they stop making it east-west and have team captains? Oh, it's two, like year, two, three, three, years two three years, yeah. Why? Because they wanted to have team captains. They thought it would be more interesting for the guys who get the most votes. So it's like a, 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 a popularity a It's a popularity. It's 100%. Mm-hmm. Be be the captains, and then they get to pick their teams. Okay, so, so it's, it's just for fun. Just I mean, for fun. But that All Star game was an all timer. I mean that that was as good as it gets. It's I for fun and for publicity watch. too, right? Because it's like it's very much well, it is, it's very much a hierarchy of the players in the league, and also just a. Um, I mean, the NBA is very dramatic. Yeah, NBA guys are very dramatic. Yes, and uh, they, so you pick Anthony Davis because you're on his team and you want to have you know you so want to a be lot of buddies politics. about it and everything. And then maybe you're trying to say, hey, you know, next year you're a free agent, you should come play with us. So I'm going to pick you. And interesting. And, and it's like you have at this moment you have Giannis and you have LeBron. Not Giannis. That was not, wrong. Not Giannis. 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 Got it. But then. When, when Kevin Durant's healthy, he's the only other guy that compares to them. So then the power move is who picks him first. And then after that, you have like 10 guys that are kind of even, so then you're kind of just making your team. It's I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's fun, too. Yeah. But that's the answer to your question. I don't oh. know why. They don't televise the selections, though, still, right? I, I don't think so, although they might have, and I just, might have just My missed God, it. My God, why don't they have an all-star game draft? That I mean, would that be would, amazing. They do, but that, like oh. on TV would be, I mean, I think I, mean, I know what you're saying, though. They yeah. should televise it. Well, I mean, it would be great television. The first year, they didn't do it, and I think it's because the guys didn't want it televised, because they didn't want the situation, this is true, of the, showing the person, the people who got picked last of the pool. I like mean, they wanted, they right. they they wanted, and who went before to just who? reveal the teams. These are who are on our teams. This is well, who's on this. Team. Oh, I think that's total. 
crap because I had to survive that all through middle school being picked last. I think these guys can handle it. Well, it must have been nice to get picked at all. You know, (laughs) I was in Canada uh, for the Vancouver Olympic Games. Oh, you were. I went to Vancouver, British Columbia. Do you ever get sad that you're not a worldly person anymore? Well, yes. He was just in the Philippines for like a month. I know, but this guy used to be like the world's greatest traveler. Oh. He's been everywhere in the world with no it's, job. It's it's phenomenal. It, you can do a lot of things with no job. In fact, you <laughs> need to have no job and to do exactly. I've been nowhere except um, Canada <laughs> and sales so, meetings and sales meetings. It's amazing. I needed a job to get mountains of debt. Uh, so <laughs> the we should just end right there because that's as good as it gets. <laughs> I went to Vancouver, Canada for the Olympics, and. In that Olympic Games 2002, uh, Canada won uh, curling. They yeah. won the gold medal oh, yeah. in curling. Of course they did. So we were there the day that they won the, the curling thing. Now, in on Vancouver Island, it is, I mean, it's standing room only absolutely everywhere, inside, outside, doesn't matter, okay? We found a bar that actually had a table for four of us. And we said, well, this is it. We're going to be here for five hours because there's, you can't, I mean, whatever. So we went in there, we sit there. We knew that Canada had won the gold medal already. They immediately put on the full unabridged replay. Now it's a, it's an, you know, a full curling match takes some 90 minutes, two hours, whatever, to the, the Olympic level. Tina, my wife, who is enjoying herself thoroughly, okay, at the point where now we know that this is the last stone to throw that's going to clinch the gold for Canada, and we know that roughly 80% of the patrons in this place don't know this. I think most people believe this to be happening in real time okay. because they had been out and about and whatnot. Oot and a boot. Say it, Canadian. The stone is thrown, thrown spun, whatever. Canada wins the gold medal, and Tina jumps up on the table. Go! Canada! Because she wants to be a Canadian in Canada today. And the entire bar, hundreds of people erupting in <laughs> cheers. People grabbing her, carrying her on her, her, their shoulders, screaming. And I'm howling with laughter and delight that they've got no idea, A, that we're you know from the United States, and B, that we can know nothing about this except that we had this inside deal. And now we're all thrilled about a curling match that has taken place. It was wonderful. That's why I love the Olympics. That's why I love Canada. You heard about the new curling team? The United States curling team? No. That includes Jared Allen, Michael Roos, two Big Sky Conference alums, by the way, Jared Allen from Idaho State, Michael Roos from Eastern Washington, both also all former all-pro NFL players, as well as their reserve is Keith Bullock, all-pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans. This is real? In their very first curling match... They qualified for the U.S. National Championships, and they are among the favorites to be oh, the U.S. representatives Lord, in curling. Please let this happen. That's hilarious. Let the, we're going to talk a lot more about it. We don't have time. We now, do not have we, time. But this, I knew you would love this. Oh, I'm, I, you've made my entire week. And if this is the inside track, we need to get Jared Allen on the show. I think that that I will retire the day after because Jared Allen is probably my favorite athlete that's ever lived. Have you seen Jared hunt? Uh, Jared Allen spear hunting out of a uh, tree? Jared Allen is, um, he's everything you'd ever want from someone that w- grew up in Idaho and then played defensive end at the highest level in the for NFL. The, for the Minnesota Vikings, that's true. Uh, this has been Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports with our friend Carolyn.
It is brought to us by our friends at the Iron Grizz. They're doing wine tastings every Wednesday at the Iron Grizz. Spectacular. This most recent one, several people I know were there. Packed house and enjoyed it very much. Colter, tell them about it. Wines from all around the world. You can go to irongrizz.com to check in. But each Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m., you're going to get between five and seven pours. And they're oh. pretty pretty healthy, so you're going to be doing just fine. You're going to do a lot better than you do at a Calgary Flames it's, game. It's, oh, it's fifteen dollars. $15, $15, $15 per wine tasting That's as well. Right. It's just a much better deal than the Calgary yes, Flames game. Yeah, way better. I'm in. But you get to sample wines all evening. This Wednesday, they're going to have wine and cheese pairings, so you can pair a variety of wines with cheese. If you call us right now, 329-1899, we got a voucher for two people. And if you don't win, you should still go check it out. $15 ahead. You don't need reservations. And uh, you get to deli- sample delicious wines from across the globe. The Iron Grizz is on South Avenue. It's right there adjacent to the University Golf Course. And uh, they are just doing spectacular work both on the food and beverage side. And wine tastings, people, this is, I mean, if you're a dope like me, you need to have them side by side so you That's can right. understand what you like, what's good, why it's good. And then the cheeses, you know. I'm just sitting there with a loaf of Velveeta and a box of, of, of white wine going, well, is this how it works? <laughs> so this is where you go to learn something about this, uh, uh, to, to get a little cultured, you know? Family friendly as well. It's right at the base of Mount Sentinel. So this time of year, beautiful setting because you can look out over the golf course with the snow up onto the mountain. There's a fire outside. There's a s'more pit. Lots s'more of room pit. for the kids Genius. to run around. Love it. And the food is excellent as well. So go to the Iron Grizz, 515 South Avenue West. Wednesday wine tastings from 6 to 8 p.m., $15 a head. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you. Cat Grizz, tomorrow, a full hour of setup next. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.